Hello and welcome back to Oh God, I'm in my 20s, the podcast where three clueless friends discuss the highs and lows of newfound adulthood and how to fake it till you make it. My name is Roshni. I'm Lishi. And I'm Singwei. And as always, before we start, we're going to do the question of the day, which this week comes from Lishi. Do you guys grew up in a household where you can only order drinks when you go to a restaurant or you have the option to order soda or anything besides a plain old water? Ooh. Minus water all the way. Depending on the restaurant slash special occasions, you would get like a fun drink, but for the most part, just water. But is it because okay, but- you weren't allowed to order soft drink or you just chose mm. not to? Not allowed. A- Soft drinks, carbonated drinks are bad. You cannot have them. (laughs) Okay, mine was that. And also, like, we all somehow was raised with the mindset that, like, drinks, they're, like, a waste of money. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Mm. you profit the most out of drinks. (laughs) So we're like, no, we gotta be smart consumers. We gotta skip the drinks. And especially if the drink is cold, too. My mom will be like, no. Oh, say, my mom didn't really like cold drinks. (laughs) She's always like, if you drink too much cold drinks, you're going to get a cold. Ooh. The only time we won't order water is when we go to a Chinese restaurant, we order tea. Mm. Same. <laughs> in a pot, so it's economical. <laughs> My other friends who grew up in a household where they just order like their own drinks. Drinks mm. feel like a luxury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Like, yeah, I got. Do I you got guys food. crave drinks? Not really. Drinks look, you feel like a meal sometimes. Like, Except it's not really feeling... It's, it's not feeling, but like, it feels like an event, you know. Mm. Like I went, I went for dinner today, and I thought about getting a drink, but then I was like, uh, "Am I gonna?" I don't know. It felt like I was treating myself, and I was like, "Do I need a drink? That seems excessive." <laughs> so I didn't get a drink. <laughs> so did you get? Oh, no. I didn't get a drink. I, I, quest- I went as I went as far as asking if they had a drink, and then they didn't have exactly what I wanted, so I took that as. Um, fate it, it wasn't meant to be not mm. today that was a very specific question I enjoyed that yeah anyway um, this week we're going to be discussing if guys and girls can be friends dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay let's, let's do like a, a poll at the start and a poll at the end mm-hmm. pre-debate what do you think can guys and girls be just friends mm, they can, can but dependent on history oh that's <laughs> spicy <laughs> I'm gonna say rarely, but yes. Not mm. not super not super rare, but like rarer. Rarer that they can be friends, platonic yes, friends. Like strictly mm. platonic, nothing more. No possibility of ever being more. Do you guys not have platonic guy friends right now? Roshni? I do. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Making me question everything, but I think I do. Mm-hmm. So why are those guy friends considered rare? Wait, Lishi, what's your poll answer? Yes? My poll answer is yes. But it's really close. Yes and no. So, okay, so I'm you, leaning you can, towards you can, yes. You can be the on-the-fence person. Okay. Why Why do I think it's rare? Uh, because in my experience, someone is either always a long gaming. There's a plague of the long game, honestly, <laughs> which we can get into. But yeah, in my experience, someone's always long gaming or someone develops feelings eventually. Mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like the most cliche stupid thing but truly platonic friendships are rare to me mm. but is it because we 
define like friends like a greater threshold for what you consider like a friend like for myself I'm thinking of friends who like I don't really talk to every single day so then the possibility of like feelings developing is like lower but from what you're like saying it's like oh maybe maybe what you consider a friend would be someone you like talk to on a daily basis that's why you get so close to the point where you I mean someone inevitably like gets feelings right yeah I think in terms of casual friendships platonic friendships are very much doable like Mm -hmm. it's easy at that point but I'm saying like a good friend yeah whatever your definition of a good friend is like if that means talking to them every day then that but a good friend I think is difficult for me right I think in order to have a platonic friendship with a guy somehow most of the time you have to pass the I know I won't be able to get with this girl or I won't be able to get with this guy threshold then only you can truly be platonic once it's established that oh I have no chance or like this is Uh, not happening you know but what if like like, you said they're long gaming yeah but there's also that possibility (laughs) which is annoying (laughs) so and we'll never know I guess but sometimes guys can make it quite clear that they are long gaming so hmm. can I just say that when a guy is long gaming it's never subtle Oh. it's not it's not we'll never know we know from the start we know when they decide that they're going to long game with Sounds a girl like i find it's a story a to lot. tell oh this a pure observation man i've had like so many of my friends have been in denial about their guy friends having a thing for them and i'm just like bro this this is not normal friendship behavior yeah guys in my experience are a lot less subtle with the long game Girls are a bit too good at the long game. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. They can keep it really it's, well. It's zero to a hundred. Legit, there's no like middle ground. And also, based on my experience, it's hard to have good guy friends who are not interested in you. Mm. At least in my own experience, a lot of them. Yes. In you. <laughs> I don't know how to say it without sounding like, oh, look at me. Everyone likes me. Everyone develops feelings. <laughs> oh no, I'm such a pick-me girl. Uh, no, I think when I was younger, I definitely thought there was no way that guys and girls can be platonic. Because most of the time, my friendships with guys, they always have something for me. I would say, oh, sorry, I don't feel the same way. Then they were only, oh, okay, it's fine. We were younger, so it wasn't taken too harshly or so, compared to if you were to say that to a friend now to a guy now they'll probably just leave you because that happened to me you know it wasn't even a friend it was a stranger and I thought we could be friends but what happened was I it was my first tutorial in campus and I'm not familiar with campus at all and I get lost so easily so I was late I was running late so I just grabbed a guy I was like hey do you know how to go to this place and he was like, yeah, I do. Just go here and there. Right? And I was like, oh, can you, can you bring me that? Because I don't trust myself. And he was like, yeah, sure. And we ran together to the tutorial. And which was crazy because why would a stranger do that with me? right? But anyway, he did. And You're I, hot. I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so he did that. Love that first night. And I like to repay kindness, regardless who you are. Like if you if you're nice to me, if you don't have to do that, you 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 did it anyway. I will I I will have to thank you. So I no, asked, where where are my seven years of thank yous? Yeah, until I'm not grateful. That's not true. <laughs> okay, then I was like, hey, oh, can I buy you a coffee just to thank you? And he said, like, yeah, sure. And then 
that's when mm. things got sus because when we met up right um we had coffee and he started texting me at night you could tell that he wanted to talk to me it's not a like i would like to get to know you as a friend kind of conversation and he suggested that oh let's let's try another coffee since since he just got here blah 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 i was like yeah sure oh but my boyfriend is in town next week so <laughs> so could we do it another time and he was like oh your boyfriend <laughs> oh, oh wow. poor guy he sounds like he was having like a real meet cute week and then you were like oh, my boyfriend's in town <laughs> but it's so weird yeah. though like it happened so fast he never said it wrong because too charming oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that and another guy that I met here at first he also thought that I was interested in him that's why he wanted to hang out with me but it turned out I was just being friendly and curious about life in general <laughs> Damn. But we are so friends now. Like we are actually pretty tight. Cause that <laughs> oh getting together thing it's established that it's not gonna happen. So that's my opinion on platonic friendships. It has to stop somewhere first, then only it can be platonic truly sometimes. Mm. This is a biased like, opinion coming from an attractive person. What can I say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I struggles um, of a pretty girl. <laughs> Hey guys, you um, you guys are bullying me right now. I'm sure <laughs> two of you have the same like similar story. Maybe it's just a me issue, less of like a universal it cannot happen issue. But once I know a guy has like that kind of romantic in- romantic intention, it's really hard for me to like see them as just like a friend or like yeah, get past like Lishi said, like get past that stage of like oh yeah you're interested like for me I just sort of have the mentality of oh I cannot lead them on or I like just Uh. have to shut them up because I don't want to like give any false expectation of anything coming out of me quite like guilt inducing right I I feel like you get hyper aware of your interactions and then it stresses you out and that's not a conducive environment to making new friends yeah like i i recognize that it's not the best approach but i don't know i can't help it like (laughs) it's just really weird i can think of like one guy in particular where like he still continuously try to reach out after like me sort of saying like not on the same page but it's just weird for me like I almost like just feel it's a very strong word but disgust I I don't know like it's like leave me alone kind of uh, uh, vibes which I don't know if that's being fair to them or not it's just how I feel I guess I think I don't know how to help it but of course I I still yeah I still try to be like a good person like I will like if you text, I'll reply. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's 
never gonna be in the way that I text a friend if that mm-hmm. makes sense and I can never like get past my own don't know how yeah <laughs> I think for me it's easier is because um those guys I've encountered they just started having feelings it's not really mm-hmm. deep yet so it's very easy for them to forget about me too and plus I have a boyfriend so that's way easier to mm-hmm. to to know that oh she has a boyfriend that's a definite no then whereas compared to you you are single and there's always a chance that you guys could get together anyway i'm happy to be your beard tell tell them you you also have <laughs> i also tell them you have a girlfriend <laughs> question have you ever long gamed for someone i think loki mm. we all have even if you didn't want to or didn't realize that you were who we did you long, long game, game for me? who did you long game first? <laughs> shut up <laughs> Hey, answer your um, question. I have always hated the long game because I think it's stupid. But then I had a crush on someone and then mm. didn't tell them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess by like not telling them that I had a crush on them and like continuing to be their friend. I feel like that was a slight long game, you know? I think that's a, that's an innocent long game. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. I, I definitely didn't want to do it. But just, yeah, I think it was it. like a contextual long game. Maybe we should define long game. Yeah. Like, is it just being... Uh, keeping someone close just because you are open to the option of getting together yeah and like yeah. with and the the foresight of this might happen should they break up with someone that they're currently seeing or mm. like if okay, i just no. keep up this act it will okay fall into place i think I... you're alone roshni <laughs> yeah, yeah no i don't think either way sing way you, you low-key long game in high school i when... think that counts as a long game like are we dropping guys to the pod the guy for a year yeah i think but that's like, also I unintentional long game i didn't even talk to him though yeah, you did this was like no like we were barely yeah, friends you did yeah but we were in the same friend group we just didn't talk at all so then when he suddenly like started showing interest girly was like oh my god oh God, look at me. Take me away. <laughs> yeah, I Take think we away. just described crushes instead of a long game. Yeah, it's just a crush. Oops. Sorry. Sorry. Wait, but guys, speaking of long game, I recently just witnessed it myself. It's mm-hmm. one of my close friends. He or she is talking to a person who is in a relationship. In recovery. Mm-hmm. They are really close, so in a way, I feel like my friend... Is this long game or is this cheating? It's not cheating because my friend is the single one, so it's not cheating for... It could be cheating for... Your single friend is talking to an attached person. Mm -hmm. They are friends. So then she's like the homewrecker. No, 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 no. Kind of sus, it's it's definitely sus that's why it's not known that's a Mm -hmm. long game that i'm that i'm witnessing recently Mm -hmm. and do you think it has any potential to um potential for success success in terms of being together as a couple Mm. i don't think so because there are too many factors unless they can overcome it to be a couple so yeah and there's this this guy (laughs) i don't know if he's long gaming or not but he likes to reach out to girls, even the ones in a relationship, and flirt with them. Thing that's long game meets a lack of self respect. Sorry. Ooh, let me relay the message to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think he knows that I know that, but I know he texted a few girls. Do we know this person? Are we gonna find out once the pod's over? 
you know of him, but you don't know him. I don't think it. Mm-hmm. Guys, quick side note. I have, I have no gossip right now. I have nothing interesting happening in my life. If anyone has tea, please, please DM us. Even if it's like outside tea. We would like I want to, know. to know. Okay, question. If you still keep in touch with an ex, is it because you still hold out to possibilities of getting together? Or does it actually make sense that because they were so important to you at one point in time, right, that you would still be concerned about their well-being or like wish them well? That's why you have them around. Texting as in text regularly? I guess, yeah, like they're just like your friend, whatever you consider a friend to be. I think it depends on the context and the history of the previous relationship. But for the most part, I'd probably go with the second option. I don't think everyone that stays in touch with their ex wants to get back together with their ex. Like that would be like a considered a platonic friendship that's not romantic at all, right? No, because your ex is not your friend. Your ex is your ex. That's why you describe them as your ex. Interesting. Ex is ex. Ex is not a friend. I mean, like from the way you started that, right? It was like, if you're friends with your ex... The ex part comes before the friend part. Hmm. Unless, unless I guess you're like 50 and you dated your ex when you were like 14. Then yeah, I guess with degrees of separation, fine. Your ex can transform into a friend. But yeah. the way you pose the question, the ex is very much an ex. You can be friendly with an ex. I just don't think they're ever going to be like friend first. I guess, yeah, like Roshni said, the recency of it matters. The degrees of separation matters. How, yeah, how many friendships have you lost to, let's, let's call it the plague of romance? One-sided plague. romance. Probably only one. We still talk. Actually, no. He only wishes me on birthday, on my birthday or something like big coming up. I would say also for me, I didn't lose like a really good guy friend. It was just more like you lose out on potential friends because they start off just kind of uh, like maybe you just got to know each other and then they drop you with the hey um, I'm hey, interested uh, you are pretty like you. yeah <laughs> and then just like oh uh, no I think that was okay reflecting of it that was like me in the past and then now if that happened to me again I feel like I could approach it differently like I'm not gonna take that guarded approach anymore just because mm-hmm. it doesn't serve me <laughs> uh, or anyone. <laughs> Are you feeling lonely? Am I feeling lonely? No. Mm, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Christ, crisis. Crisis. <laughs> you know what yeah, I no. feel lonely? When I have to go grocery shopping by myself because I always struggle carrying my groceries back. And then I'm like, if I, if I had a boyfriend, I could employ him to do this for free. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Do you think it's easier to be friends with a, a, specifically a guy that's in a relationship or a single guy? Because okay, I see no difference. But I've been told that it's easier to be friends with a, a guy that's taken. To me, mm. there's no difference though because it all depends on that person himself. Yeah, But why, why is it easier to uh, be friends with a taken boy um the way that my friend described it honestly i think it's a two-way street of like the potential for a long game was a two-way street with the both of them um but she said that she often gets along better with guys who have like girlfriends or boyfriends because there's just no possibility and you both know that from the get-go 
I disagree. But I honestly don't think it matters because yeah. long game by nature doesn't really care about whether or not you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. This is Marcus's words. It's free market out there. So oh my god. So <laughs> that means okay, coming from a guy perspective, oh, I would say nine out of ten guys I've spoke to. They all have the same mindset. So basically, if you are in a relationship, it wouldn't be a factor if they don't know the boyfriend. That's like the bro code trumps the yeah, <laughs> anything um, else. They also call it the goalkeeper or something. Sorry, oh, the yeah, goalkeeper yeah. is not here. Goalie doesn't oh you God. cannot shoot. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Like the goalkeeper is the boyfriend. And when they say the goalkeeper is not here, it means that the boyfriend is usually referred to LDR relationship. The boyfriend is not here, so just shoot your shot. I was like, wow. The more you know, yeah? You see danger, danger. My boundaries are very clear, so nobody is shooting their shot. Even they do, right? I will be my own goalkeeper. (laughs) What what happens if if the the striker is just too good, Lishi? What happens? Oh my god. Well, so far, I've not met any good striker, so I'm a pretty good goalkeeper, just saying. I've seen you goalkeep, you're not very good. Oh. (laughs) EE, football, you're like the mid goalkeeper at best, sorry. You did not just insult me like that. Okay. (laughs) Okay, but was there any experience that you regret between a guy in terms of like um, friendship? Or like, for example, for Lishi's case of like period of time where you are like romantic, the guy is romantically interested. Was there a case where you handled it not so well or you wish you did things differently? I don't think I've ever handled it badly in terms of like leading someone on Mm. and giving a false impression. I think Mm. I've done the flip side of I'm behaving like I don't have any self-respect and letting myself be like walked all over by someone that I like. Mm. so yeah i guess in just in that way i would change my behavior mm. but mm. i'm proud to say i have never been a bitch to anyone <laughs> i don't think i've handled it badly but there's this time where uh, the guy thought that what i did was leading him on mm. and that's when i realized oh was it my fault that i was friendly asking questions Asking him him out for dinner. But the thing is, I do this to anyone. But he didn't know. So he thought it was quite... uh, You will only do it if you're interested in someone romantically. But I didn't do it out of that. And he was confused. And I guess slightly pissed. But that didn't affect our friendship. It's just at that moment. He was like, Mm. why would you do that? Why would you ask me so many questions? He didn't, he didn't say that to me, but he told that to his friends and I oh. just heard, heard it from them. And Would you try to have a conversation with me? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I had to question myself a bit. Like, am I leading people on? Because this is my way of making friends in, mm-hmm. in a foreign country. Sometimes you have to go out with a person one-on-one because you just don't have a group of friends that know each other. And that's what I did. Ugh, but but I've concluded that it's not my fault. It's not my problem. Sometimes they just took it too seriously or too fast. I don't yeah, I think know I agree. Say. Just because you asked someone out for coffee doesn't mean it's a date. Like, yeah, that was an assumption on his part. Both cases only happen once. If I do it multiple times, maybe I'm sus, you know? Mm. I also like 
body language and the way you speak changes everything. Yeah, I don't think okay. you can go off of just the meeting alone. I have a thing called halal gap. Halal gap. When I halal gap. When I'm out with my friends, there's always a gap between us, me and a guy. Mm. So I didn't notice it until I went on a beach like adventure with my housemate Brian, mm. and I filmed a vlog. And I noticed every time when we walk or we are in the same frame, there's always a gap in between. And my and Brian thought it was just because I was social distancing, but no. I was just maintaining a halal gap. gap. She's loyal okay. down to her bones. It's so funny. Okay, friends to lovers trope in movies. Thoughts. Because I used to think it was cute, but I don't know. I think towards the end of high school, I started to realize how fucking annoying it was. Like the, the cheesiness of like friends to lovers is very... I don't know. It, it frustrates you just hate, me. You just hate the cheesy part, yeah. No, it's just, it frustrates me because it doesn't, it's not realistic. And also, okay, okay, okay. When I went home for the summer, I watched this movie with my family. It's like a Tamil movie. I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Um, But in it, it's your classic, like, guy and girl have been best friends since school. They grow up, they get jobs, blah, 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 blah. They're working. And the guy goes on, like, he has a series of, like, really bad experiences with girls that he keeps thinking, she's the one, she's the one. And then they break his heart, blah, blah, blah. And the girl is always just like being the supportive best friend is always there to pick up the pieces, blah, blah, blah. Cool. And then at the end of the movie, the guy is like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Wait. It was always you the whole time. So then he goes back to the best friend and then they get together. And I think that's so dumb. I think it's so dumb because that girl has no, she has no spine, bro. You think it's dumb? Because of the girl's character, not the trope itself. But also, it's the audacity of the guy to be like, hey, let me go sample all of this real quick. And then when I decide there's no one else and I'm happy to settle, I'll come back to you. And the girl's also just like, oh, finally, he's back. Have you watched Love Rosie? Yes. That's also friends to lover trope. Oh, that's peak friends to lovers. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's like slow burn. But pine. that's not annoying. It's, it's frustrating that they can't be together. I got it's annoyed like, in the book. I'm not gonna lie. I don't, uh, okay, maybe it's not the friends and lovers trope that annoys me. It's the miscommunication trope. Because I hate the miscommunication trope. <laughs> and Love, Rosie is all miscommunication. Like, that book could have been two chapters long if those two characters just spoke to each other. But life isn't that simple. True. Yeah, mm. which is why I read books and watch movies. And then you give me dilemmas in the movies and books. <laughs> Where's my escapism? <laughs> oh, you think it's annoying? Sorry, Maybe I'm just whining. To talk to someone. Is it? Is that it? Are you? I'm having a hard week, guys. Friends to lovers are kind of cute, and I will see it that way until I dated my own best friend. Ah, yeah, <laughs> If I were to experience it ever, I would. It would hurt extra, no? If like things went south, oh. But I mean, more risk involved. Yeah, more high risk. But like, I would say you, you, you definitely know the person a lot better than mm-hmm. someone who like gets into a relationship, um, and their first kind of like impression of the person is a romantic one, not like just friends. Because then you start finding out things about them not as romantic. You know, <laughs> like I feel like knowing someone as a friend, like mm-hmm. knowing them and how they interact with others it's very valuable 
mm-hmm. in like getting to know them. If you know them and your first impression is like a romantic one, you you might idolize them a bit too much and you like don't see the side of them that not so nice. And like it's kind of also one of my fears when you think someone uh when you think that you know someone but you actually don't. Yeah. Cause you don't see them outside of like just interaction with like you and the, the person. You don't see their interaction with other people. Compared to like, if you knew someone from school, for example, then you kind of like see. Have a general idea. Like, and then you get other people's impressions of them. You don't just get your opinion of them. That's why Friends Lovers is so comforting Mm. and like wholesome. Because it's all about like acceptance, right? Like you've seen the worst parts of someone and you're still, yeah. Kind of. I've softened my view on friends to lovers a bit because now I've figured out that it's the miscommunication that I hate. <laughs> oh, it's the movie that you hate. Yeah. It's, no, I it's did I did have a problem with the movie. But yeah. Love Rosie is really good. Go Love Rosie makes me cry. Love Rosie makes me cry Ever so finished. much. Okay, so to wrap up the pod, we've <laughs> learned that you can be friends if you're a guy and a girl. Or this was a very heteronormative podcast. Really sorry, guys. Um, you try your best. Don't be a bad person. Let us know what you think. I mean, yeah. Ooh, and if you have tea, according to like a past, I don't know, long game gone wrong, drop it in RDM. So that's it for this week. Tune in next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.